Hey everybody, welcome back to my podcast. So this is going to be a completely new segment that I'm working on. I'm super excited about it. Um, my sister finally got me the thumbnails for this segment and it is called Creepy Vibes and it is completely dedicated to the paranormal, the spooky, the supernatural, the extraterrestrial, anything creepy that you can think of, that is what I'm putting in here. So I'm going to be talking about things from personal experience, personal stories that I have felt in my own day and time, and also reporting on stories that I have heard from other people. I'm super excited about it because one of the things that fascinates me the most about the paranormal is that it's just this unfortunate unseen force that scares the shit out of you because you don't know if it's real or if your mind's playing tricks on you. And that's the crazy part about it. But when you look at the history and you think we live in a world that we don't really know a lot about, there's a lot of scientific evidence that there was life before us, but we don't know. We don't know anything. We just know what we read in our history books and what we can see with our own eyes. So if somebody can sit there in their bed and see somebody standing at the end of their bed and know that there's nobody else in their house, Who's to say that that's actually not real? I mean, is there really scientific evidence that proves that, you know, ghosts and demons and angels are not real? Who? How would we know? We don't. We just know what we see with our own eyes. And it's absolutely terrifying. So, I wanted to talk about an experience that I had in 2014. And this is going to kind of kickstart this whole new segment And I don't really want to get into this type of stuff often because I do have a, I do have a fear that, you know, when you, when you start talking about these kinds of things, it kind of opens a door for, for shit to happen. And I'd rather that not happen, if that makes sense. So, um, in 2014, I had moved into this apartment complex And this was just one of the places that I would never actually picture myself living in, but it was the best I could get for the price that it was at the time that I needed it. And it was also the only place that would approve me for an application because my credit sucks. But anyways, that's besides the point. So I had moved into this apartment complex with an ex of mine, and it was in an pretty much a very tall, it was like a high-rise building. So this place was huge. And we had gotten all of our stuff moved in. And when I went inside the apartment, I, you know, I, I got the feeling, I was just like, wow, it really feels like I'm not alone here. But, you know, when you move into a new apartment, it's always like there's bumps in the night that freak you out. You, you kind of don't know what you're hearing or if your mind's playing tricks on you. Like I said, the mind's a crazy thing. Well, anyways, when I say that I felt like I wasn't alone, that was a true feeling. But the fact that this place was so small, I mean, I could sit on my couch and I could legitimately see every square inch of my apartment with my own two eyes, but yet I was terrified of it. I don't know why. So the first night I slept on the couch and then my sleeping on the couch kind of progressed to sleeping on the couch for the next six months that I lived there. I didn't sleep in my bedroom. Um, and I know that sounds really odd. When you're in a relationship, you usually sleep in the same bed as the person you're with, but I couldn't, I didn't. I slept on the couch, which I thought was odd. But I just felt this horrible 
dread of sleeping in my bedroom. And that's never happened before. I always wanted to sleep. It was my bed. I wanted to sleep in my bed. But I just, every time I went into the bedroom, I always freaked out. I didn't even want to go anywhere near there unless it was to get clothes or, you know, change my shoes or something. You know, it was never, I just couldn't sleep in my bedroom. I was scared of it. Well, so we had been living there maybe I'd say about a week when I started kind of noticing that there was a couple of things that were going on that didn't necessarily seem right. Um, for instance, I have two cat. I had two cats at the time and my cats were really docile creatures. You know, they, they loved to chase after like gnats and stuff. And if they like saw a fly, they would chase after it. But I never actually saw them sitting in just one spot staring at one spot. I've never seen that, but they started doing this. So they would stop and then they would kind of walk in a circle and they would just stare up at the ceiling and just kind of follow it around, which was really creepy. There was nothing on my ceiling, but my cats were following it. So relatively speaking, you know, this was something that bothered me a little bit, but I didn't necessarily think too much of it because I'm just like, well, they're cats, they're stupid. So whatever. Well, then things started to kind of get a little weird. So it, like the most random hours of the night, I started to kind of feel like I would get these urges to want to do my hair and to want to do my makeup and to just want to play in front of my mirror and be this beautician. I have no idea. It'd be like four o'clock in the morning and I would suddenly want to just put my hair up and start teasing it and turning it into something like of a masterpiece. It was the weirdest thing, and it, but that's just how I felt. And when I would be laying on my couch, I would always feel this kind of like tickle in my hair, like one of my cats was pawing at my hair. But one of the nights that I was actually sleeping on my couch, I felt something tickling my hair and I reached back and there was nothing behind me. And I looked over and both of my cats were asleep at at my feet. So that was a little odd. I thought maybe there was a spider in my hair, but there wasn't. So things started to get a little weird. Um... Things would start like kind of flickering off and on in the apartment. And I was just like, this place sucks. You know, I found out it was kind of like an old, kind of like an old folks home. It used to be an old folks home, which makes perfect sense because there, there was a community center in the, in the downstairs, you know, there, these places were small. These places literally looked like an old folks home and there were tons of old people that lived in this building. Well, so I had this feeling that there was a whole lot more to this building that was told to us. Um, So I ended up meeting a neighbor of mine. And this neighbor, his name was Lawrence. And he was the coolest guy ever. He actually worked as the gatekeeper of hell at the Beast and the Edge of Hell, which are two very famous haunted houses in Kansas City. I only went to one of those haunted houses, but I actually never went inside. I chickened out. But he worked at the haunted houses and it was really, really cool. So he had lived on my floor and him and his wife were kind of into this whole paranormal thing. And they had said that there was this door in our apartment complex that had a demon living in it. And I was just kind of like, you guys are so fucking stupid. Are you serious? This is not real. So he's like, no, 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 I'll show it to you. So I was like, okay, whatever. So this dude, a 70 years old man. Okay. He's a big fat 70 year old man. Just the sweetest guy I've ever met in my life. He's a sweet, sweet, sweet man. And I'm just like, I don't see any threats. So yeah, 
I got in the elevator with them and we went up to the sixth floor, go figure, the sixth floor. And we opened, um, we went, we walked out of the elevator and then he's like, look, go look at the door. So I went and I took a look at the door and I was like, oh my God, there really is a demon in that door. And I still have the picture of it to this very day is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. When you look in this door, you're literally staring face to face into an actual demon and it is in the wood grain. It is, it is not drawn on. It is not placed on there. It's not a fake door. It is real wood and it is an actual perfect depiction of what a flipping demon looks like. It's the most scary thing I've ever seen. Well, ever since then, I kind of got, you know, that unsettling feeling that I was not alone in my apartment. And so I kept thinking about this door. After I took a photo of it, I still have the photos of this very day. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's sickening scary. Well, anyways, so I kept getting like this feeling like I was not alone. And I really don't feel like that a lot. If, if I feel like I'm not alone and something's watching me, scientifically speaking, there usually is. And that's what's the scary part about it is we live in a world where we, we really don't know what is and what isn't. And it's not impossible to have extra dimensional beings staring at you. I know that makes me sound fucking crazy, but it's the truth. So I kind of ignored some of the things that were going on. I just decided, well, I'm just not going to give whatever this feeling is power. I'm just going to ignore it and just go about my life. Well, I had maybe lived in this apartment for about three and a half weeks now. So once the two-week marker hit and everything started kind of making sense that, oh, this place is really creepy, then I saw the demon door. It was like three and a half weeks. Well, I stood in my living room and I was like, okay, well, whatever the hell you are, you know, you could just leave me alone, you know, just pretending to be this badass when in reality I was scared shitless of whatever the hell was in my apartment. But anyways, so I went to bed and <laughs> here's the funny part. I actually slept in my bed this night. So my my boyfriend and I, we went to bed and we were both asleep and I kept feeling like there was just this dark presence standing next to me and I was too terrified to move. And then I heard this noise, like a hiss. It was like hissing. And then I hear this pop and then I hear a gush and I was like, what the hell was that? So I opened my eyes, I turned the light on, and I am standing in water. Apparently, our toilet, a titanium steel rod, was completely busted, busted off the, off the toilet. It was brand new, it had just been replaced, and it was titanium steel, and it completely broke. Like, Almost as if somebody had taken it by the front and just yanked it from the toilet. So our apartment was flooded. And I was like, okay, that was freaking creepy. What the hell just happened? We didn't know why. We didn't know what. It was just the creepiest thing because it just, it happened while we were both asleep. Yet, even the plumber who walked in there said, did one of you guys yank this, try to fix it yourself? And we said, no, we legitimately woke up and heard water gushing. He said, somebody had to have pulled it. And after we kept explaining it to him, they actually, you know, 
they actually looked back and one of the guys, the maintenance man said, oh, well, this makes sense because this is the second time that this has happened in this apartment. And I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And the guy looks at him. He's like, don't, don't do that. And I'm like, what? He goes, no, he's just being stupid. He's trying to freak you out. And I was like, could you explain this to me? So he didn't explain it. And I was just like really pissed off. Well, Lawrence, (laughs) my doting neighbor decided to, you know, tell me to be careful in my apartment because they called my apartment the apartment. Like he quoted with his fingers, the apartment. They said that our apartment was the one place in the building that nobody wanted to go near. And I was like, oh, thanks. You're just telling me this now. I just moved in here. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? So anyways, he just said, be careful because, you know, there's stuff that doesn't want you around in that place and it's going to do everything it can to kick you out. And I was like, uh, what do you mean? He goes, oh, you'll see. And I was like, thanks, Jesus, guys, you have no idea what the hell you're doing to me right now. So anyways, like I said, I slept on the couch. I had my computer right next to me. So I would get up, you know, do my stuff, whatever. Well, anyways, there was one night where I had fallen asleep and I had been woken up to the sound of my bedroom door opening and then my bathroom door closing and then the water running. So I sat up on the couch and then I looked over and, you know, the light is on in my bathroom and there's a shadow moving back and forth. And I was telling my boyfriend saying, Hey, I thought you were going to work, but I guess you're late. So whatever. And that's just pretty much what I said. And then I was, you know, fine, don't talk to me because he wasn't saying anything. So, and I was like, love you too. And then I hear, love you. And I was like, see, that was nice of you. So I was communicating and I was talking and I was just like, love you too, you know? So anyways, I had pretty much ignored what he was doing in the bathroom. But then like, I kind of sat up on my computer and I was going through some stuff. And then I looked over and then I noticed the bathroom light was off. So I was like, dude, what are you doing? Turn the turn the light on. What the hell are you doing? And next thing you know, the light goes on. And I was like, you're so flippin' stupid. Like I was legitimately talking to the door, telling my boyfriend that he was stupid. And I was just like, could you please stop? You're freaking me out. You're being dumb. And then the light goes back off and then the light goes back on. And then the light starts flickering on and on and off. And I was like, can you seriously stop? And then the light goes off. And I was like, ugh, whatever, I'm going back to bed. So I laid back down, rolled over, and was facing the couch. And then the bathroom door opens, and the bathroom door shuts. And then the bedroom door opens, and then the bedroom door shuts. And that light goes on. So then I finally get so flippin' fed up that I'm just like, what the hell ever. So I decided I was just going to shut my eyes. Well, next thing you know, my phone rings. And I look over, (laughs) and it's my boyfriend calling me. And so I sit up on my bed, or not my bed, but my couch. I sit up on my couch, and then I answer the phone. And I was like, what the fuck do you want? He, and he was like, Jesus, I was just calling to see how you were doing. And I was like, okay, well, you can see how I'm doing. Just walk into the bathroom or just walk out of the bedroom. I'm in the living room. And he was like, I am not at home. And I was like, yes, you are, because you just went in and out of the bathroom door, and you were f- turning the lights on and off. And he was like, I am at work. And I was like, you are not at work. And then he's like, okay, fine. I'll prove it to you. So he hangs up with me and then I get a phone call and 
it is his work number. He is calling me from work. I immediately got this overwhelming sense of dread. I stopped for a second and I tried to confirm it. And I was like, if you're telling me that you're at work and you're joking, can you not joke like this? Because I'm not even messing with you right now. I am, you are scaring me to death. And he was like, I am at work. So I slowly lifted my head up off my phone and then I looked over at my bathroom door. And next thing you know, I see it slowly start to open. And I let out the most blood curdling scream I've ever screamed in my entire life. I, the bathroom door then slams shut and then I head out of my apartment. I literally ran out of my door. I was so scared. I was crying. I was screaming. Um, my neighbor Lawrence heard me. And so I, I ended up hanging up with my, my boyfriend. He didn't, he thought I was just messing with him. So um, I, I hung up with my boyfriend and I w- ran out of my apartment and I was screaming. Well, my, my neighbor Lawrence stopped me. He goes, we heard you screaming all the way down the hall. Are you okay? And I was like, somebody's in my apartment. Somebody's in my apartment. You need to call 911. And he was like, okay, well, let me go check. Let me go check. Let me go check. And then he went into my apartment and there was nobody there. He's like, there's nobody in your apartment. There's nobody here. And I was like, I saw something in my apartment. He was standing in my apartment because literally looking through the door, there was enough light from my computer for me to actually see the top of the shadow that was peeking at me through the door. So the apartment was completely dark, right? It was dark. It was a dark apartment. I had every light turned off and all I had was the light from my computer shining. So I, if, if my lights would have been on, this would have been like a complete 100% visible thing to see, but my lights were off. So I was basically staring at this dark corner, you know, and looking at the bathroom door and visibly seeing it open with my own eyes. And I could physically see this top of a head if it was just this thing that was just standing there. And it was so evil feeling that I, I, I threw up. I was so distraught that I threw up. Well, (laughs) next thing, you know, you know, he's like, I told you things were going to start happening to you. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I haven't done anything. And he goes, did they not tell you that somebody died in this apartment? And I was like, no, nobody told me somebody died in my apartment. Well, apparently there was a woman that was a hairdresser for one. She had actually died in my apartment And that's why my apartment was vacant. So she died in the bedroom, which hence is why I never wanted to go into my bedroom. She had children. So it made sense that she was jealous because my, I had a son that came to visit me every, you know, so often when I had my apartment and I had, she had kittens. So she would play with my cats. I'm not, I know this sounds fucking crazy, but I'm I'm being completely honest. This is weird. So, but in a sense, I don't think it was the spirit of the woman who lived in my apartment before. And honestly, I didn't look it up. I didn't look this up to determine whether or not somebody actually died in my apartment. I had actually just trusted the words of my neighbor. However, I did ask the apartment manager and she told me that somebody died and this was the crazy part. So after this happened, you know, that's when I kind of started to get like obsessed 
with this whole paranormal shit. I was just kind of like, okay, I saw this thing with my own two eyes. This is a real thing. So I started looking up, you know, different things like shadow people and if they were real and things like that. And it started to scare the crap out of me. And, um, what I had read was that this was an actual thing. This was a real thing. These people have all over the world have seen something of an apparition just staring back at them and it scared the shit out of them. Well, what I saw literally talked back to me. So when you think about it, it's like, how in the hell can this not be real? I saw this with my own two eyes. I heard it. It talked to me. It had enough power to turn my lights on and off, to slam a door and to make physical sounds. So when you think about that and you say, if a spirit is physically capable of doing this kind of thing, how is that not real? How is that a figment of my imagination? How was my mind powerful enough to shut my own door and have the lights flicker on and off? I didn't do that. That's creepy. Who would, who can do that? Nobody has superpowers. Like this is just, this was a seen and not heard kind of thing. Only I was visibly seeing it and I was hearing it. It was terrifying. Um, so things like this kind of like happened a lot in my life, you know, I, where I experienced something so scary and so supernatural that it doesn't make sense to anybody where they actually look at you and make you think that you're crazy, but you're not. These things happen to everybody. And when you tell these stories, people are like, Oh, that is so fascinating, but it's not true. It's just a figment of your imagination. Okay. I want to know how the hell the, my figment of my imagination was able to shut my bathroom door and tell me he loved me. I would like to know that because that to me seems a little, that seems to me, it's just, I mean, honestly, I would believe Donald Trump sitting in my living room more than I would believe somebody saying that my imagination had the power to shut my own bathroom door and turn the light on. That, that to me, that doesn't make, (laughs) no, that's just not how this works. So, you know, you're in a, you're in a situation and you see something and you are physically looking at it and you know it's there, but nobody else can see it and you just have to have your word taken for it. It sucks because then people are like, wow, you're, you're kind of obsessed with this or something's creepy. You know, things like this happen. How are we, who are we to believe that, you know, people who die don't actually just stay on the earth for a while? How do we, how do we know none of this stuff is real if it's all fabricated? How, how is any of this scientifically proven it's not because there is no proof that it exists and there's no proof that it doesn't exist it's just there and that is the scariest piece of information that i can possibly ever give you tonight so i hope you guys all sleep well i will be back with another story about the creepy things that that are going on and um if you have any suggestions if you want to talk about something creepy or you want to send me a story and you want to be featured just let me know and i would love to feature it for you i hope you guys have a great night sleep well and uh yeah don't talk to shadows